Welcome to Essentials to Heal Yourself. I'm Laura Lee Humphreys. So today's episode is part two in the series where we're exploring seven unconscious beliefs that prevent you from healing. So when we're looking at healing yourself, then one of the most important things, in my opinion, to look at is your mindset, how you view yourself, how you view your body, how you view what is possible when it comes to healing. And so today's conversation is going to be very important. And so I encourage you to listen to this episode all the way through because it's a big conversation. And in some areas of this conversation today, then there could be some sticky points. However, if you are serious about healing yourself, and really understanding why you are ill or why you have health concerns, then you must be willing to look at truthful facts and have difficult conversations. Conversations that are difficult being defined by what society and other people want to talk about or not. The level of discomfort they have about certain topics. And I can promise you, from doing many, many, many years of personal growth and emotional healing work, the key to healing and growth lies within the topics that people are uncomfortable to talk about. Period. Always has been. The key to freedom, the key to answers that you search for are found within topics that a lot of people shy away from. So today's conversation could be similar to that for you. In spite of that, then I encourage you to still lean in and listen to what I'm going to be sharing with you and even leave some comments, allow this conversation to spark some thoughts and questions for you, to have conversations with other people, to leave some comments with me, so to have a dialogue about these seven unconscious beliefs because they're critical for healing. So the first belief that we're going to look at is the fact that most people in today's society and see if how this affects you, because you are in society, you do not live in a bubble, you are influenced by everyone and everything around you. We have as a society and individually big blind spots about the big picture of what's going on in our society today, what is being pushed and influenced at you by societal media, government, uh, various influences within society to form your opinion or to form your beliefs about what health is or is not, what your beliefs are about what creates disease or not, and your beliefs about what is possible for you when it comes to understanding your body and healing yourself from any health condition that you may be subjected or dealing with. So much of our society is very influenced by what is given to us through the media, whether that's internet, news, written, radio, you name it the big, huge umbrella of where we get our information from. There are many companies within the healthcare realm 
that pay massive amounts of dollars for advertisements, which then influence all the media companies to tell the story according to what those advertisers want to be told. And those advertisers are point blank, the big pharmaceutical companies. They have a vested interest in making as much money as possible. Therefore, they are going to buy off politicians with money, bribes, you name it, gifts. They are going to bribe off health care professionals through the same thing. They're going to bribe off doctors, attorneys, everybody. They can, they can find to influence them so that they will push the narrative that the pharmaceutical industrial complex wants to be put out into the narrative of the mainstream, wants for the public to know about their products. That in itself should be a red flag for you because there is no objectivity, no neutrality there in that situation. How can there be? If you were in that position and somebody gave you a million bucks to spout a particular narrative according to what they want you to say, would you do it? Would you do some research into what is the narrative that these people want you to say to, to know whether or not it's even true? If it's not true, would that rise, ring some bells for you? Do you have ethics and morals and a conscience intact to say, no, that's not truthful. I'm not going to speak untruth, untruthful things to other people, which could then sway them in their opinions and what they believe to be true and their understanding of what health is or is not. Would you do that? Knowingly deceive people? If you knew that what these people, this company wanted you to speak was harmful to other people, would you do your homework and your research to find that out? That's up to you to, to decide. The truth of the matter is that within the conventional, typical mainstream healthcare industry, there are many people that A, have a conscience, have ethics, and say, no, I'm not going to do something or speak something that I know is untruthful and that would harm the public. That's what the Hippocratic Oath is all about. That's why doctors take it. Then you have on the other end of the spectrum, people within that industry who don't care, where money speaks. They'll say, oh yeah, what else, whatever you want me to do or say, just give me the, the big bucks. Give me this perk for pushing your products. And who cares about whether or not the message is true? Who cares whether or not that message is harmful for people? That goes on every single day. So when we're talking about this first belief that's unconscious, it is the fact that most people in our society turn a blind eye to this. They don't want to accept the fact that it occurs. They don't want to face the consequences of being fed information that ends up being extremely harmful to them or information that is outright lies and untruthful. Because such people then personalize it and tell themselves, how could I have been such a fool? They blame themselves, they criticize themselves for being gullible, 
for believing what was told to them through the media, through the healthcare practitioners, the healthcare profession, which that in itself is something to look at if you fall into that category. Rather than beating yourself up for what you did not know and beating yourself up for believing that you're gullible and how could you have been so stupid, I encourage you to suspend your judgment and just look at the situation in a more neutral light and say, that's what I was given. That's what I believed. And now I am exposed to new information. I have the right to change my mind and expand my mind. I have the right to learn new information and take it into me, into my mind and into my life and make new choices according to that. That's called growth and evolution. When you judge yourself and condemn yourself for feeling like you are so gullible, you stop your growth. And by doing so, it inhibits your ability to heal yourself of anything because of the thoughts and the emotions of being hard on yourself. So if you fall in that category, catch yourself and do some internal work, internal dialoguing around that. Have get some outside um, support or have a conversation with other people if you need to work that through. But just recognize in the main, our society has been highly, highly manipulated for decades through the media, through the healthcare system, through the education system to influence you into a certain narrative, into a certain direction, so that you will give your time, your money, your energy, your loyalty, your life force energy into an institution that over the last 100 years has proven to be harmful and corrupt. An institution that does not have your best interest in mind. An institution that wants you to stay sick diseased, on drugs, on medication, going back to see the doctors forever. They want you sick so that they can make money off of your pain and misery. This is something that if you can't see it, you've got to be willing to expand your mind, look at what is and come to grips with this is how our current society has been manipulated and conditioned. We have been taught to believe that whatever the media says, whatever the conventional healthcare system tells us about what is possible for our health and healing, that we are supposed to believe it, not question it, just go along with it. That is the trap. And if we've learned nothing else over the past three to four years with all of the lockdowns and all of this so-called virus thingy that went around, the respiratory thingy that went around with people and the huge push and coercion to get people to allow a thing to be injected into their arm without knowing whatsoever, anything about whatever that thing was being injected into them without understanding what the ingredients of that thing were or what that thing does the chemicals and the toxicity, all the things within that item that was shoved into your arm without knowing what that would even do to your biology, without even questioning it, simply because talking heads 
on TV and in the media told you to do something just because people in so-called authority positions in corporation and media and government and religion and all the places said that that's what you had to do. Regardless of whether or not your instincts, your intuition, your internal knowingness, your internal truth said otherwise. Whenever you have a system that is manipulating you and coercing you and telling you what to think that goes in direct contradiction to what you know inside to be true, that is a huge big red flag and that is a massive problem. That is what we have come to in our society today. As a result, the fallout is look around you. Look around you. How many people do you see that you know of that are sick? How many people that you know of have received or uh, developed severe health conditions very quickly in the recent months and two or three years? How many people do you know that are no longer with us that have passed on in the last two to three years very quickly? Doesn't that say something to you? Today, Americans are the fattest, sickest, weakest, unhealthiest, most depressed, most stressed out, the most unhealthy generation of Americans to ever have lived. That is the product. That is the result of the last 100 years of the predominant paradigm being pushed at everyone through the media, through all the institutions, through the healthcare system about what we are, quote, supposed to do, what we are, quote, supposed to take into our bodies, what we are, quote, supposed to believe about how our bodies work and what we are supposed to, quote, believe about sickness and health and what causes disease. That is a result of a hundred year long campaign by certain corporations and political interests and people who have lots of money to influence your mind. I encourage you to recognize this. Start observing your own actions and things that you have done over the last two to three years. What have you given your money to? What have you given your loyalty and trust to? Has some of that begin to open and shift and change? Do you no longer trust certain people and institutions and messages that you once did three to five years ago? Look around, assess your life, assess your thinking. What have you been taught about what's possible in terms of how your body operates? What have you been taught about certain heavy-hitting, difficult diseases that most people will look at as uncurable, irreversible, that there's only one end, one destination, or it can only lead to one end, which is death. Are those assumptions even true? 
How would you know that if you're not willing to look outside of the box and learn other approaches to self-care, other techniques and protocols and wisdom and understanding about how the body actually works? If you're not willing to look outside the box, you're never going to find that information. And so you will continue on following the things that the mainstream narrative wants you to believe and it will ultimately be to your demise. Your level of discomfort, your level of confusion, your level of pain, your level of fear is your inner knowingness telling you to start paying attention. It is your inner wisdom, your inner voice that comes from your spirit, your connection to the divine. It's an intuitive inner knowingness of truth that says something's off here. Are you going to listen to it and pay attention to it? Or are you just going to continue covering it up with drugs and food and alcohol and sugar and gambling and sex and shopping and all the things? Doing so will only lead to further misery, degeneration, and disease. That has been proven out again and again and again over the last 100 years. I encourage you to simply observe and look and do some research and pay attention. So that's the first unconscious belief in this series that we're going to talk about. That's preventing you from getting healthy and staying that way. So here's a couple of thoughts, a couple of action takers for you to do with this first belief. I want you to look around or, or just look in your scheduling book and your, as well as your pocketbook. In the last 12 months or even the last six months, when you went to a healthcare practitioner of any kind, what type of practitioner were they? Were they in, within the mainstream allopathic medical healthcare system that insurance companies support? Another trap to keep you within that system? Or did you spend time and money on seeing practitioners who support a more holistic or integrative or natural way of caring for the body? Meaning a naturopath, a chiropractor, a functional medicine practitioner, a nutritionist, a massage therapist, an energy healer, an acupuncturist. Did you see any of those? If not, why not? Look to see where you're currently spending your time, your money, your loyalty and attention, which is your life force energy. Because when everything comes down to it, that is the thing that is in question that people try to take from you. As long as you're giving your energy, your life force energy, i.e. your money, your time, your attention and loyalty to, into things that ultimately make you feel worse, you're not going to be able to heal. You're quite frankly going in the wrong direction. And you're choosing practitioners who will encourage you to continue in that wrong direction. And your results will show it because you're not getting better. Okay, So look at that. Look at what you're doing. 
being willing to set aside your your critical thinking, your critic your criticism of your thoughts, your, the thoughts that beat you up and tell you you're no good and all the things. Put those on the shelf for a minute and just look at things in your life with new fresh eyes. You may be surprised at what you find and be willing to learn. Be willing to look outside the box and try new things. So that's the first belief that's limiting you. <clears throat> so let's talk about the second belief. <clears throat> and that is a, a sister to the first belief. These two are, are fairly closely related. And that is the belief that you have to believe everything that your doctor tells you. That they are in authority over you. That they know your body better than you. And therefore, you need to follow everything that they say. This belief is hand-tied to the other one that we just talked about of great social influence and pressure and millions and billions of dollars of advertising pushed out, aimed at getting you to adopt this belief that you have to put all of your power, all of your loyalty into whatever somebody says, just because they're wearing a white lab coat, just because they have lots of it really expensive pieces of paper tapped, taped onto their walls, just because they have alphabet soup behind their name. That is the old world way of thinking. We are not in that world anymore. And I encourage you to step back and pause and say, what are you doing? Ask yourself, what are you doing? Giving your time and attention to people and believing that you're less than them. Just because you don't have a white lab coat, just because you don't have a alphabet soup behind your name, or even if you do have an alphabet soup behind your name, it's a different alphabet soup than what this other person does or has. The belief that somebody knows your body better than you is a fallacy and at its root it is a lie you are the one who lives inside your body you feel it you sense it you see it every single day you have an intuitive sense of how your body is whether it's imbalanced or not our society, with all of its social pressure and conditioning, wants you to separate yourself from this inner knowingness and inner voice, to distrust it, to coat it over so much with doubt and fear and hideous diet that your body's intelligence can no longer speak to you clearly. That is by design. If an outside source, i.e. all of the media, all of the pharmaceutical companies and all of their medical practitioners and doctors can influence you to believe that they are above you in some kind way, that they are better than you, that they know something that you do not. That is a trap. They're taking your power to suck you dry, to manipulate you, to make you feel less than. When you're in that position, you cannot heal anything because you've given away your power, i.e. your life force energy, the very life force energy that's required for you in order to heal your body. 
You need to give it to yourself, not to somebody else who does not have your best interest in mind. Especially if that someone has been bribed, blackmailed, coerced, and bought off by globalist corporations who want nothing more than to suck the lifeblood out of every person on this planet and to suck up all the resources and all the money and hoard it for themselves. It's a scam. Recognize it. The first step to withdrawing yourself from such a scam is to recognize it. That's why I say today's conversation could be one of those sticky ones because it's hardcore truths of this is what is. This is the situation we are in today as a society. And unless and until you can start to recognize that, you can't change anything about it. So look at yourself. Look at your experiences. Think of when, the, when you went to a doctor, any type of a healthcare pr uh, practitioner. Whatever it is that they recommended to you that they told you to do or, or tests that they wanted you to get or scans or et cetera, et cetera, or medications that they wanted you to take, prescriptions that they wanted you to, to fill, whatever their thing was, did you take it at face value? Just say immediately without question, okay, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Just like a spineless person. Or did you use your God-given brain and did you think about what they were saying? Did you ask questions? Did you challenge them? It's like, why are you saying this? Where are you getting that information from? Give me some resources and backing up of how you came to that conclusion. Or better yet, did you even consider getting a second or third opinion about whatever the first practitioner told you to do? To what extent have you given over your authority of, of your body to someone else? To what extent have you handed over your health care regimen to someone else who does not understand and know your body? To what extent have you severed yourself from your own intuitive truth, your own internal wisdom about what your body needs? You know, time and time and time again, I hear stories of women who have taken either themselves or the children in to see a doctor or healthcare professional for something because they knew intuitively that something was wrong. They knew it. And then their, the professional told them X, Y, or Z. Sometimes they confirmed, but sometimes they did not. Honor your intuitive voice. If you feel that something is wrong, then explore that. Do not discount it. The belief or the conditioning that you have been taught or that we as a society have been given to discount that is one of the biggest traps and pitfalls that we have fallen into. Hence, the result is so many people in our society are so sick, so obese, so disempowered, with such a, a mindset that they can't do anything about it. Such a mindset is ripe for destruction of the individual. Do not put yourself in that same space. And if you find yourself walking into that direction, then turn around and start questioning, start being Start looking for other things about what people have done for thousands of years of how to take care of themselves. 
of things that they have known that's provided by the earth, the oils, the plants, the foods, all of the remedies that have been around forever to help us with every condition and be willing to change, be willing to let go of foods that are loaded with chemicals that harm you. Don't be so rigid in your current habits and thoughts about how you do things just because it's convenient. Convenience will lead you off the cliff if you are not careful. So that is the second unconscious belief that we as a society has adopted. And so I encourage you to look at how that shows up within your own life of how you have given away your power and authority of your healthcare over to a doctor and the pharmaceutical company industry. Because that is an end result that most likely you don't want. So here's a couple of action takers for you to consider, think about, to talk about with yourself and other people. When you experience pain, aches and pains, or when you feel like something's not off or something's not right with your body, something's just kind of like tweaked and just kind of gone awry, and it's been that way for a little while, how do you typically respond? What has been your habitual way of dealing with that? Is it to really look at things, do some research, question, try new things? Or is it, has it been to cover it up with a drug, whether it's over at the counter or, medic or a prescription? If there's things in your life that are difficulty, that are difficult, that gives you a lot of stress and pain and anguish that you don't know how to resolve, do you medicate yourself away? Do you make yourself numb so you don't have to look at it and deal with it? Whether that numbness comes from food, sugar, drugs, sex, gambling, shopping, you name it. Just observe that. Okay. The second thing to consider with this second unconscious belief is look at how you were raised. What were you taught? Your family of origin. How did they do things? When we are young, then that's when the patterns are installed the habits, the lifestyle, the way that we are taught to do things and how to approach things. There's been, in my own family, there's been experiences or situations where, or my extended family, where people, when they were growing up, if they had a pain, if there was a discomfort of any kind, what they were taught via direct verbal instruction, as well as what they were taught being through modeling, through what their their parents, the adults in their life did, but modeling through behavior, they learned things. They were taught to take a pill. If it hurt, pop a pill. Years later, that pattern continued and it amplified and amplified and it created massive amounts of problems such that for this one individual family member, it grew into this behemoth that they then spiraled down into and it eventually took them out. It eventually cost them their life 
their career, their marriage, their family, it costs them everything. So I encourage you to look at some of the patterns that you were raised with. How healthy and functional were they really? Be honest. And if you recognize that they weren't, then be willing to admit it and say, okay, that's what happened. That's what I was inherited. That's what I was given growing up. And now I'm an adult. I have the capacity to make something else, something different choices and different thought processes for what works for me today. And for what works with my children, my family today, rather than continuing to live in the past. So consider those things. So I know this has been a big conversation and I know it's kind of a sticky one, but thanks for sticking with me and listening to it all throughout because it's highly important that you start becoming aware of things in the bigger picture of the outside influences hitting you, influencing you what to think and what to do. So with this episode, with everything, then I encourage you to grab my free gift. I have a PDF downloadable gift for you. It is the seven unconscious beliefs that prevent you from healing. It's the basis for this current series of episodes that I'm sharing with you. The link for you to download that is located in the description with this episode. So grab it, download it, share it with your, with your friends, your family, read it through yourself. Take it to heart. I would love to hear your comments and thoughts you have about this episode. So please leave them below in the, in the, in the notes or comments section with this episode. Subscribe to my channel. Like this episode. Please share it around. And with that, thank you so much for being here, for listening to me, for allowing me to drop some nuggets of inspiration into your mind for you to mull over and think about. And then with the hopes that it can expand your mind into newer and better ways of living and caring for yourself and healing yourself. So take care and we'll talk to you soon.